Welcome to the St. Louis USBC podcast, a show for bowlers in St. Louis. Now here are your hosts, Weezer Weir and Luke Pearl. Oh, we are back coming to you on a Wednesday again. It's Weezer Weir and St. Louis Association manager Luke Cash Pearl. And hopefully the cash is flowing because Luke, you're heading back to Vegas. Going back to Vegas for the first time. I'm going to Vegas twice in one year, and it's a matter of just a few months. I was th- there in April, I think it was, and I'm back there again in July. So first time ever going to Vegas twice in one year. I'd only been there, I think, two times previously. Well, so. you're back. You're heading out for the Open Championship, right? Yes, sir. Kind of like what is on uh, my shirt here. Open for those watching on Facebook, but if not... He pointed to his bowling shirt of the USBC Open. Open from what year? This actually was the year that it never happened. Oh, the 2020. Yes. I went and got it online. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get one that not too many people are going to have because they didn't have it that year. You plan to wear that while you're out there? Well, I'm flying there in it, at least. Yeah. Well, I thought maybe bowling. So you're bowling uh, Saturday and Sunday, right? Yep. I don't uh, know what times, but. We are bowling Saturday and Sunday. So, and you're leaving today as we record on a Wednesday. You're leaving Wednesday night, so you're going to have a couple days leading up. Yeah. First, uh, get into some trouble in Vegas. You know, I, I don't plan to go all ha- hangover on us, but. And this uh, is the first time you've gone to Vegas where you're actually going to be staying on the strip and actually your first time on the strip, right? Well, I had been on the strip, I guess, technically the first year I went out there because we had to check out our hotel and there was a family that was in our group that had a flight around the same time as me. And so we went and checked out of our hotel, went to the strip, hung out there for a little bit. Okay. But like I said, it was a family. They had some kids, so we didn't get the true sense of the strip. So you're staying on the strip for the first time. Yes. Live bets now over on, you know, will, <laughs> will Luke end up getting some kind of uh, legal trouble or, uh, yeah. <laughs> for what, sports betting? No, no, no. Just, I don't know, drunken urination. No, that's no, not me. Do I look like Jerry Seinfeld or George Costanza to you? Uh, no. You probably don't know what episode I'm talking about. I don't know the name of all the episodes, Luke. I don't know. That might have been the parking lot one, the parking garage. It was one. the parking garage one, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they end up getting caught for uromycetosis. Yes. Or, or urinating on the building, and then they use the excuse of they may have uromycetosis. Yeah. So There you go. So, Luke, you know, there's plenty of bathrooms in Vegas. Yes, sir. So I plan on using all of them. Well, you know, do we have any new leagues to talk about this week? I do not, unfortunately. Um, there are not any leagues that have come into my uh, book of leagues or my knowledge of leagues. I uh, will have more in coming weeks just solely because of the fact that, one, some of the houses will probably be giving out their league uh, schedules, but right now I don't have that. And then uh, we actually do have our league secretary or league officers meeting. Um, that is one thing I left off our, our sheet wheeze was the fact that we do have a league officers meeting coming up the last weekend of July, um, which is open to all of our league secretaries, presidents, any officers that are in a league. Um, you are welcome to come to this meeting. And we do have league packets that we are currently getting ready. And we'll have those ready for you 
um, come July the 30th, I believe is the date. All right. Sounds good. So if you're uh, part of a league in any way, as an officer in the league, secretary, come on out. It's your meeting. Yes, it is. All right. Well, no league. So let's just move on to the rule of the week. And this sounds like a rule that rules, you know, for the week that you might want to avoid out in Vegas, too. We're talking about plugs and holes and tapes and stuff. What, what are we talking about here? Is this yes. a Vegas rule or is this a uh, bowling rules? It's a bowling rule, Weez. Calm down. So, yeah, this is rule 5C from Chapter 8, which is equipment specifications. And this rule reads ads, plugs, inserts, tape, and slugs may not extend beyond the surface of the ball. So, in your bowling ball, you have your standard three holes, two holes, depending if you're one-handed, two-handed, whatever. Uh, or if you have the extra holes to put your other fingers in. Uh, but you can't have any of your slugs or your tape or your plug. So, so Weez, um, do you know what plug is? Well, I'm... Uh... That's that would be the hole, right? And and maybe I'm I'm guessing you, you plug the hole based on seasons, right? You know, well, your your hand swells in the winter and close. summer. I don't know. What are we talking close. about? So plug normally normally when I've had to deal with plug, it's been with uh, if I'm either I just got a ball, a used ball from somebody else or when you got an extra hole, right? You got to well, fill that hole. Well, that too. That also, it could also be used if somebody, let's say you have an older ball that you want to all of a sudden use again, but you haven't used it since um, the other rule that came into play with weight holes. Or if you went from one handed to two handed and you took out that thumb hole. Yeah. And you, all holes have to be filled around, right? You yeah. can't have extra holes. Exactly. So that is a rule we've covered in a previous week podcast. Got to so, fill all the holes. No yeah. open holes. No open holes. In your delivery, um, that is a rule that's been in effect for a couple of years now. So you gotta make sure that hole is plugged, which that is the name of the stuff that goes into the hole is plug. So that can't go past the hole. What uh, do they use to plug old holes? Is it like fragments from other bowling? Do you just like carve out like a old like an old ball? You just insert that in? No. So it's actually it's, it's a, like a foam or something. Kind of. It's like a. Um, Epoxy? It's, it's kind of like a yeah, like epoxy, a plastic yeah. of some sort that they fill the hole with, and it comes in different colors. You like mix it together, and then uh, over time it, it hardens. Sounds like you, epoxy, which yeah. I use in my woodworking. So. There you go. So we'll go with epoxy. That's what yeah. it is. So, uh, but we call it plug for bowling uh, because you have to plug the the hole. Um, but I've seen a pro shop operator plug a hole. And it actually comes out well past the hole when they're doing it. And they have to, like, shave or cut through the plug to cut it off at the hole, I think. So, what if they do that just so you can sand it down to get that perfect round? I think you can. Yeah. You can sand, you can sand it down. Because in bowling balls, you can you can sand your bowling balls to almost any grit. Um, I think <laughs> the farthest farthest down that I've, I've seen somebody legally sand it down to is, like, 350. 250 uh, something like that which is that's really a lot and we don't suggest you necessarily do that because in bowling if you use a 250 grit sandpaper on your bowling ball your ball is going to be hooking a lot and then absorbing that oil awfully quick so um, usually you'd only see that happening when there's a lot of oil on the lane 
So, uh, but that that is that's something. interesting. I've never heard. It. I mean, you know, I'm not in the bowling circle much, but I never knew that a lot of people would sand their bowling ball. Mm-hmm. Um, prior is that something you do prior to a big tournament a lot? Yeah, like you prepare. Yeah, yeah so like this tournament I'm going to, uh, we bowl on what we call sports shot. Okay. And it's it's different than your house shot that you would bowl at like Shrewsbury or Tropicana or Is whatever. There pretty a lot more difficult oil patterns. So it's a yes. sports shot. Yeah. Yes. And then so normally you would sand your bowling ball one of two ways. You either uh, sand it down to a grit that would make your ball read what we call earlier on the lane. So your ball would be going down the lane, it would read or hook earlier on the lane. So that's where you would use like a 250, 500, maybe 1,000 grit, okay? Most commonly, you're going to use somewhere between 500 to like 3,000 grit, okay. okay? So like a 2,000, 3,000 actually makes your ball look a little, not necessarily shinier, but it, it's, it doesn't look as dull. Right, 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 right. Usually a duller bowling ball hooks earlier, a pearlized or shiny bowling ball hooks later on a lane, okay? So that's where you would... Probably sand it, like I said, either sand it down or sand it up. Sanding it up would make your ball hook a little later and get through what we call the heads of the lane and hook later down. Whereas if you sand it downward, so like a 250, 500, 1,000, your ball's going to hook a little earlier on the lane. And that is used a lot for, I would say, either guys that are try- or people that are trying to hook their ball more just in general. Okay, on like a difficult sports shot or somebody that maybe doesn't necessarily have a lot of what we call hand or revolutions and they have difficulty getting their ball to hook. They may put a lower grit sandpaper on their their bowling ball, but they make I wouldn't say you necessarily go out and get normal sandpaper either for your bowling ball. Yeah, normally they there's bowling companies that make uh, like Avalon pads. Okay, so it's like just a. Something you can hold in your hand and just wet yeah, yeah. the ball, and yeah, yeah, yeah. that'll sand it down. So, so have you? How often do you sand your balls? I don't sand them enough, to be honest. Yeah. I don't do it very often. I usually just have I have too many bowling balls in general, but <laughs> uh, but I I need to sand them more. I may sand one or two of them uh, for this tournament ahead of time. We'll see. I don't have too many sand or uh, too many Avalon pads on me. To do so, but I may end up sending one or two of them before we get out there. Uh, yeah, Luke, we want you to win. We want you to come back with money. Yeah. That way, uh, you know, we can go out and celebrate. Yeah. You know, Even though if I'd win, I'd rather celebrate in Vegas than back here. But That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm planning on hopefully we can cash again in doubles, and uh, I can set myself up for winning some money in all events maybe also because last year I set myself up pretty good going into singles and then – um, uh, bold like crap in singles and miss cashing in all events by like 20, 25 pins, Ooh. something like that. Yeah. So I need, huh. if I sh- shot anywhere close to where I did in like team event or definitely in doubles, would have made some money back. It wouldn't have been a lot, but something. Is some right. is better than none, especially if you can come back with some money from Vegas, you're doing all right. Yes, sir. That's, uh, that's what we're saying. So, anyways, all right, yeah. back back to the rule here. We got plugs. I see inserts are next. What are inserts? Yeah. So your insert is the in the bowling ball where you put your fingers and your thumb. Okay, uh, you can go one of two ways. You can either go what we call conventional, 
which is where they just drill a hole and that that's it. You don't have yeah. anything in there. You just fit your fingers and your thumb in there. But you can also get fingertips for your bowling ball. Okay. Or a thumb slug, which I think is on this as well. Yeah, slug. So it's the slug and inserts kind of go together. Okay. Okay. So you put a thumb slug in your thumb. Okay. Which is a tube that they put into your thumb hole uh, that fits your thumb. Okay. So it fits. It's supposed to fit your thumb snug, not tight, but snug enough that it's like a slate, a sleeve yeah. on your thumb. Okay. Whereas a insert goes for your fingers. Okay. So you usually put the insert in the finger holes that you use uh, for the fingers that you use when, when you're bowling. Okay. So those again are supposed to fit supposed to, I mean, it's a, it's a feeling thing. Uh, you don't necessarily have to have them snugger on your fingers, but a fingertip bowling ball is meant to go to like your first knuckle. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Right around that area, maybe just below it. Um, but it's a, it's a feeling thing. So when you put your fingers in, whether it's two handed and you just put your two fingers in or uh one handed bowler where you put your fingers and your thumb in. Okay. Uh, stop smirking at me there. We <laughs> nothing. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> listening to you talk about <laughs> fingers and holes. But uh, anyways, yeah, you, I'm trying to learn here, Luke. I know, I know, but yeah. So you, your inserts are for your fingers. Your slug is for your thumb. Um, those are just what you put into a bowling ball to make it feel more comfortable, I guess. Um, and then, like I said, you can for the the inserts on the thumb side or on the finger side, you can also have them flipped one way or the other, where there's a flat edge or it's a round hole. Okay. So I personally like the the flat line on the bottom of it. Okay, so it's they call it a lift. So when you come through the bowl, you get a little you, lift. You get a little, you get a little lift on it. So right. that's usually why I go with. But that's just me. Um, other than that, I think we've got everything except for tape. So tape um, of those four things is the most frequently used. I think throughout a year. Okay. I was telling Weez before we got on the, the show here that tape, um, there is bowler's tape that you can put in and out of your, usually on your thumb, your thumb hole. Uh, you can, some people might put it into their finger holes, but 99% of the time you use it in your thumb hole. Okay. It's a, again, a feeling thing, but as we know, our body, especially our hands fluctuate throughout the year depending on the weather and the temperature. Okay. Mm -hmm. So during the winter, obviously it gets colder, especially around St. Louis. Okay. It gets colder during the winter. Your hand will tend to shrink. Okay. And so your thumb at that point is different than possibly during the spring or the summer where it's normal. Okay. And when your thumb is smaller, you need something to kind of fill in that gap between your thumb and the tiny gap in the, the thumb hole. Okay. So that's where this tape comes into play. Sometimes you put in one t piece of tape two, possibly three pieces. Okay. Depending on the, the time period, but you'll put in that tape, fill in the gap. Well, sometimes you take that tape out just in that night, but if you don't and you start using it, um, as the 
year goes on. Well, once you get later in the year and it starts heating up outside, you may not need that tape anymore. So you can take it out. But anyway, so with this rule, um, that tape cannot come outside of that thumb hole and go onto the surface of your bowling ball is what it's saying. So yeah, so basically this rule is saying any anything you put in the hole mm-hmm. must stay in the hole the entire time it's rolled, except for your fingers. Those can come out. It'd be pretty bad if you leave your fingers in there as you rolled. <laughs> Sometimes that happens and you wind up on the lane. It sucks. I've seen it happen. I don't think I've ever wound up on the lane. If I had, well, it was most here's good. to the viral video coming out of Vegas this week. <laughs> <laughs> you cursed yourself. Yes, I did. Knock on wood. Something. So I don't have any wood yeah. in here. Well, I was knocking my head at that. And <laughs> that's the case. There we go. All right. Well, Luke, that covers the rules. Anything else we want to cover this week? I would say uh, in a couple weekends, so it's not this weekend, but the weekend after, we do have our second installment of the Baker Doubles Tournaments. It is at Kingpin Lanes, which is in northern part of St. Louis. Okay, um, It is at 1.30 p.m. on Saturday. Okay, um, If you're looking to bowl, you can either sign up ahead of time or if you think you might have something going on th- on that day and are on uh, a time constraint, not sure if you're going to be able to bowl and want to just sign up the day of, you can do what we call walk-in. If you're going to sign up ahead of time, though, you can sign up by filling out our form. We need a form filled out, which is at our website, which is stlusbc.org. Again, that is stlusbc.org. And the form is under the tournament tab, headlined Baker Doubles Tournament. Um, So it should be on the right side of the page at that point. But um, you should fill that form out, okay? Get it back to us either via mail or email. You can scan it however you want to get it to me, okay? And we need you to fill that out with your information, your partner's name and information. Um, Send it in. And then payment-wise, you're welcome to send with your your form. If you're going to mail it, you can send your form with cash or a check or money order um, to the St. Louis USBC. That's what should be on there, check-wise. Or for those that use Venmo or PayPal, you're welcome to send in your tournament entry via Venmo or PayPal. Our PayPal is, um, I, I guess, our email, stlbowling at spcglobal.net. I just found that out today. And then our Venmo is at stlusbc. So those are two ways of getting it electronically to us. So it's $70 per team. Um, just when you're doing it on PayPal or Venmo, please leave your name, which Tournament your bowling, which at this point it's either going to be the July 16th at Kingpin or August the 13th at Crestwood Bowl, but just leave leave your name, your your squad that you're bowling, or tournament you're bowling, and then uh, just your your name and your partner's name, so that way I know who's who's bowling where. But again, you still got to fill out the form and send it to us. Um, and you would prefer the teams pay as one team instead of two individuals, right? Yes, that is correct. But if you need to do it individually, um, we'll be okay with that. 
because um, I know sometimes they come in together, but they pay separately. So it'll be like thirty five and thirty five. One will pay cash, one by check. That happens. Yeah, but, but for the Venmo and PayPal, right? Yeah, yeah. If they yes. we'd prefer it to come in at one time, seventy dollars, and then your partner just pays it back later. That's okay. Yeah. So, uh, however you want to do that, um, it's perfectly acceptable. Just let me know what's going on, and we'll get you signed up. Um, other than that, uh, walk-in. So, walk-ins, if you're going to walk in, it's not Christopher Walken, you know, Christopher Walken. Uh, if you're going to walk in, uh, we, we request or prefer that you pay in cash, so that way we can pay out the day of, of the tournament, okay? So... Uh, with these Baker Doubles tournaments, this is the first time we're actually paying out the day of. So we paid out the day of the tournament uh, for the first one. We're going to do the same for the one at Kingpin and hopefully do the same thing at Crestwood. So uh, we need cash on hand for the payouts. So we uh, explain what a payout is at the end of the tournament. When we're done, we have to have however many that we're paying out at the end of the tournament. So our ratio is one in five make money. One out of every five teams makes money. Yeah. Okay. So so at the end of the tournament, let's say we have twenty-five teams, five of the teams get money. Mm-hmm. So we prefer we have cash on hand at that point, so that way we can give them their money. Yeah. Uh, rather than having to go cash a check and then come back with the money that way. Right. Right. So so that's where we're at with that. So just prefer if you sign up as a walk-in that you pay with cash. So we can uh, have that cash on hand to pay out at the end of the tournament. So anyways, that is our Baker doubles tournament, July the 16th at Kingpin lanes and follow that one up with the August the 13th at Crestwood bowl. It's going to be hot. So might as well stay in and bowl, right? Yes, sir. Stay in that air conditioning. All right. Well, Luke, it's about that time. You're about to jet off to Vegas. Yes, sir. This Good luck. Head, you know, get out there, represent the show well, win, and next week we'll talk about your results. How about yes. that? Sounds like a deal to me. Hopefully uh-huh. it's better and better every year. So hopefully it's it's better this year than last, and we'll see what happens. All right. For Luke Pearl, I'm Weezer Weird. This has been the St. Louis USBC Podcast. Thanks, Weez. See everybody next week.